0: Reversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. Defeating the dark lord of social media. It's the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome back to the Geek Show, phase three. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Yes, phase three. This is year three of the Geek Show as we continue on talking about the latest and greatest in the video game technology, movies, everything, the world, the galaxy, the universes. Of all of this stuff. There's a lot to cover because I've been gone for a couple weeks due to Bradley basketball games, and we got a lot to do. But first, The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems. And electronics, you can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. Now, if you're listening, if you're a frequent listener, then you will uh, might say, Corey, why do you sound weird? Well, my voice is slowly going away. Here's one of the worst stories of all time, and it's not really that bad. But I took a nice big vacation uh, over the break because I didn't have any geek shows and Greg and Dan were off. And what stinks was the very first day. I had my vacation started very first day. I was sick and I was sick up until, well, I'm still feeling the ramifications of it all. And it was all my throat. I couldn't speak for most of it. So I guess my parents were happy when it came to family Christmas time because I wouldn't talk. I usually they have to shut me up sometimes. But uh, yeah, it was overall it stunk. But in being sick, I laid in bed and I watched a ton of movies and TV shows that we'll talk about later in the show. Uh, We'll start off the show, as we always do, talking about the news of the week. Uh, Facebook's doing something interesting. I'm so stinking worried about hackers. I already have to put my crazy conspiracy theory Corey hat on because of these hackings that's going on. Disney Plus and some movie news. And then we'll take a break and we come back. We'll talk about the fact that it is the weekend. What are you going to do? What are you going to see? There are some good movies out, but it might be uh, stick to the rentals and catching up time, Uh, especially as we get closer and closer to the Oscars. There might be some movies you want to catch up on. Uh, And then, well, if we have time, I'm going to talk about some of the uh, most anticipated films for 2020 that we'll be seeing very, very soon. Then we take a break for news. We get back. We're going to talk about CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. It's out. It's happening right now. All of the latest, coolest, and weirdest gadgets, I have a ton of them for you. They're really, really cool. And then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week. I got trailers and trailers and a few surprises. So let's get straight into the news, and I want to start off with Facebook because this one's very interesting, and I feel like it's needed, but it's Facebook. So nothing's ever clear-cut with Facebook. So Facebook announced overnight this week that, that it will ban any deep fake videos that wouldn't be recognized by the average person as a parody or satire there's one problem though the tech giant didn't clarify what it means by the average person because now i know you might be sitting there Corey well obviously we're if we see like arnold schwarzenegger's face on somebody else's body we're going to know the difference well here's the thing Normally, I would agree with you. I would say yes, yes, of course. But uh, two things just cre- keep screaming at me. One, there are average people. Uh, obviously, it's average because it's number one. Then most popular used password is password or one, two, three, four, five. Ugh, stuff like that just really bothers me. And then on top of that, you have those viral posts on Facebook. So you see them all the time. There are posts like uh, we talked about one before. There was one, uh, the clear example last week. Uh, a lot of on the right wing side of Twitter, people were posting underneath like uh, right wing commentators, Donald Trump, Rush Limbaugh. And in it, they would comment. And then underneath that, they'd say, you would not believe what Elon Musk is doing. He's giving away free uh, money. Click here and find out. And tons of people were falling for it. The average person, I I don't, I want to know what the average person is as defined by Facebook because if it's one thing we should know now in 2020 is we shouldn't trust Facebook. But it is good that they are getting, uh, they're banning all deep fake videos because obviously we are entering a new uh, election term and technology has changed a lot in the past four years. And without a doubt, I think uh, face. Deepfake rec- videos are going to have a lot bigger impact on us overall because we live in a time right now where instead of – really, instead of what, uh, what the facts and knowledge tells us isn't really as relevant as who gets the win – if you're just skimming through videos and you see a video and you don't look into it, you don't read it, you don't listen to it even, and it's just uh, Hillary Clinton's doing something crazy or you're not going to believe what we got Donald Trump doing, it's bad overall for everybody. The, the misinformation that can come out of it is just going to amplify things to the 10th degree. I What scares me to death, like beyond scares me, is the idea that you know, when we have these shootings that happen uh, at schools and stuff, we have people we we literally have people out there who swear that the government it was behind Sandy Hook. And what scares me to death is that people are going to take who are in that little group will take videos and alter them to say, see, and then. Because of that, everybody's pointing it out, and then this video keeps spreading and spreading, and that just is what worries me. But I have something else that worries me, too. Uh, By the way, Facebook specifically did that because of this political run, and it looks like they're going to continue that uh, onward. If you don't know, California also has banned all deepfake videos and revenge porn. They're ahead of the times when it comes to their The other political news, but it has to do with technology, and we really need to emphasize technology, is obviously we're not going to talk about the political climate and uh, the ramifications of the assassination of the Iranian general. No, we're going to talk about the other aspect of it. I I don't care if you're for or against liberal, Republican. This this is just something everybody should be aware of because it worries me. (laughs) One of the things... That the government is notorious for is that they're always behind on the times of technology. And based off that last election we had, we are obviously not fully protected when it comes to hacking. And hackers were able to uh, install, they broke into a US government website and they put a pro Iran message. And they also put an illustration of somebody punching a bloodied up Trump. That should not happen. First of all, other countries should not be posting hacking into our government websites and then mocking our president on top of that. that. That's just dumb. But this just shows the overall fact. I mean, yes, it was only the Federal Depository Library Program website, but what worries me is the stuff that you can get access to because if you can hack into one federal website, can you find a way because you got in via that way? into other major websites there were a couple others i don't have them in front of me i think it was virginia and texas government sites that were uh, recently hacked Uh, a great article by motherboard on vice talked to a uh, group of professional not hackers but security experts and they said while iran is not as big and not as uh, in the hacking world as say russia or china they are still there and they still could do some potential damage in the long run. So it just worries me. And I, I really, really hope that uh, the candidates, all of them, Trump, uh, the Democrats, whoever's running in local, figure out a way to talk about technology. I know it's a boring subject and people don't want to talk about it, but it is something that is huge, huge, huge. In this world and the hackings that have happened, we had the, what was it, the Kim Jong-un, that movie that came out with Seth Rogen. Uh, Then we had Sony was hacked and all of their information and we get hacked left and right. And I I always joke, but it's true. It it, it turns out that the safest place on the Internet are porn websites because porn websites never get hacked. And I feel like the government should be a step above porn sites in regards to technology and keeping us safe. So I know that was a little political, but I really want to emphasize technology news because I feel like uh, we get bogged down too much in the political talk of it and don't get into the nitty gritty of it. And we really need to worry about hacking before it's too late because we should be prepared. I'm, I'm always a worst case scenario guy. Let's figure out the best uh, defense that we can have always so that we don't have to worry about being attacked like that. But. Uh, just something to keep your eye on and to keep your ears open if people start talking about it uh, in the more in the political climate. Uh, let's talk about some fun things. Uh, let's talk about this one's interesting. Okay, this one, I'm going to give you a little taste of what we're going to talk about later on in the show with the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, there is a new LCD car visor. And this is really sticking cool. So the car visor is see through; you can see completely through it. And you might be like, "Well, Corey, why the heck would we want a car visor that you know you have above your wheel? Why would you want that? That covers your uh, see straight through that that takes the whole purpose of the sun blocking away from you." Well, this is what's really cool about it. I wish I really wish this was a video so you could see the the picture of it, but it's a clear uh, visor that you can then flip down and. It will track your eye movement. So, wherever your eyes are, the, the device will know what to block. So, a couple of these like squares, almost hexagons, will turn dark and it will cover directly your eye. So, you can still see everything else, but it'll just make it so the sun's not in your eye. It is really stinking cool. If you get the chance, just go to Google and look up the LCD car visor. And it is so stinking cool the way – I just love the concepts of this. I don't know if there was an actual full model yet, but it's their concept they're working on. And it's just something that I never thought of in regards to eye movement. Like, yeah, we've had the ability to track your eyes for a long time and do some cool things. But the fact that you're able to take that concept and put it into a car like that, that is stinking cool. Uh, let's do quick, two quick ones, and then we'll take a break. First up, the Burger. Yes, if you know the company Burger and Impossible, I think they're just called Impossible, but uh, at CES. Also, they have announced that they now make uh, Impossible Pork and Impossible Dumplings. So our plant-based products are continuing to grow. Um, I'm really curious to see if that's going to be, if it's just a trend Like, at the end of 2020, will we be over plant-based foods, or are we going to see a continuation of it growing? I don't know. I I don't know many people who've tried it yet, but a lot of people talk about it, so I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. And finally, Disney Plus has edited out Goofy's smoking scene in a uh, supposedly, quotes uncut version of a classic movie, Um, something Amigos, I don't have the title in front of me. Uh, It was a 1942 movie. Uh, Goofy is smoking a cigarette, despite the movie being labeled as uncut. So here's the problem. Uh, Disney went through, and a lot of people have called them out for it, and on Disney+, Plus, they've edited a few things that maybe in their past they're like, ah, we're not really exactly excited about that. That's fine. I don't care. At the end of the day, I really don't care. Am I really going to just throw my arms up? Ah. Goofy's not smoking, dang it, I'm done, I'm done with you, Disney, no, but don't lie, just don't say it's uncut, just say, hey, this has been edited for the new uh, times, I know without a doubt that movies that, uh, you can't have a G-rated movie with any smoking in it, so, I mean, just say you're updating it to go up with the times as it is. I don't know. Just don't lie about it. It's that simple. Disney Plus, by the way, I got it. I'll talk about it after this break. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. All right. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on down to landmark cinemas and see what the latest and greatest in the movie world is. What's out this weekend? Well, let's talk about some the box office first because we don't really have that much to go on this week. January is usually, very typically, a very slow month. we got some big ones coming, but just going to take a little bit to get back into gear with everything. Uh, In the box office, number one, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which I will talk about in a second. Jumanji, The Next Level, did fantastic in the box office and fantastic in the reviews. Little Women is uh, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's number three. I've heard outstanding things about it. I really want to see it. It looks really, really good. The Grudge did terrible in the box office. It's number four, and it just came out last week, and it's at 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And finally, Frozen 2 is still on the list after, what, two months now? $11 million in the box office. That is phenomenal, and it just crossed over the weekend, last weekend, the uh, highest grossing animated film of all time, which I knew it would get. And have you heard the new song? Uh, What's it called? It's like some humming in it, but... Uh, people are like, oh, this is much better than Let It Go. Are you serious? Come on. I can belt Let It Go, at the top of my lungs, and I feel great afterwards. I can't do it on the new song. Uh, opening up in theaters this week, you have 1917, which is a new war film, and it is getting beautiful and phenomenal reviews. Apparently it's shot. Now, don't quote me on this. It's either the whole thing is shot or there's several scenes in it that is shot without any cuts, and it's just 100% movement, kind of like, uh, was it Birdman that came out a while ago? in Rotten Tomatoes. It is doing phenomenal. It will be up for several awards this year. You might be like, well, Corey, it's January. Why would they be up for Oscars? Well, there was a limited release in December, and that's how a lot of these movies work. You have a limited release and then a national release because they want to get the hype of Oscar season and the hype of Golden Globe season to get people to go out and see these movies. Uh, Just Mercy is another one. It stars, uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. It's a powerful, thought-provoking true story. It follows a young lawyer and his history-making battle for justice. It looks like your typical Oscar bait movie. It's probably a fantastic story. I love movies based on true events, and I cannot wait to watch it. But it is clearly set up, based on the trailer, to be an Oscar bait type movie. And the last one that I don't know any reviews for, I haven't heard anything yet. Oh, Just Mercy, by the way, is at 80%. The mystery one is Underwater. It's Kristen Stewart's new movie. This one fascinates me just because I love the idea of horror movies underwater because water scares me. The idea of drowning is one of the scariest things imaginable. And this movie looks like it has horror, it has creepiness, maybe there's a, like a sci-fi twist, I don't know, but it looks really, really good. Uh, how much time do we got? Because I don't think I can go over anticipated films. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about Star Wars, because I wasn't here. Of course, the Geek Show wasn't available on the biggest day of geek culture, which was Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. So I'm going to give you my little mini-review here, and uh, I'll give you my full uh, spoilers at the end of the year, because we always wait one year for uh, movies to go by. So, Star Wars: The Last, uh, the Last Skywalker, no, the Last Jedi was less than the Rise of Skywalker. So, let's go back to The Force Awakens, which was two movies ago. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I watched. I liked. I said, okay, it's kind of a rehash of Star Wars Episode Five, which is fine, cool. They obviously wanted to uh, slowly get us back into the Star Wars world. And then after that came Rogue One, which is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. It is a fantastic movie. The battles are great. It's not afraid to be uh, what it is and tell a good story, which is what I like. Then we had The Last Jedi, and The Last Jedi uh, was where I hit my first roadblock with Star Wars. And look, I'm not saying I hate the film. There's so many people that trash this film. But I'm just saying it wasn't for me. It clearly was not made for me. It wanted to take the franchise that you knew and love and just throw everything out of whack. And I respect that. And my biggest worry walking into this, and I think I even said it on the Geek Show, was that they're going to try to correct everything. So then we move on to Star Wars The Rise of Jedi. And that's what the, the key word for me with that movie is remember. And that comes in two fronts. First, you have remember that cool thing from the original trilogy. Yeah, that's it right here. There were so many pandering moments of just like, oh, I remember that. I remember that. And then the other side of the coin of remember is remember that crazy thing we did in Last Jedi. Ah, forget that. We're gonna we're gonna fix that. You don't have to worry anymore. The movie was it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, it, it screamed of lots of hands in the cooking pot on this one. Um, there were rumors that there was, uh, J.J. Abrams had no control over the final cut of this movie. There was a weird moment where they forced, like, Poe and, uh, uh, the other guy, Finn, uh, to, they really forced them not to be gay on, in the movie, which is fine story-wise, but it was, like, clearly obvious Disney was like, oh, no, that's not happening. It was too much, it was too weird. The whole... The movie was fine. I thought the Emperor didn't need to be back. I thought there was a lot of things missing, and overall, I didn't care for it. And uh, I just started The Mandalorian 2 on Disney+, Plus and uh, I, I like it, but uh, I, I like that it's not afraid to do anything. What came out, really, with The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker is a f- it seemed like these movies were too afraid to to step into darker territory. The best moment in movie history for me is the very ending of Rogue One, and you have like a three-minute segment of Darth Vader just slashing up people. They made Darth Vader scary again, and there's nothing scary about the rise of Skywalker because you know at the end of the day everyone's going to survive, everyone's going to win. La-di-da, we're going to go on. And that's the only thing I really liked about The Last Jedi is you didn't know what was coming next, and it just feels like Disney pulled the brakes and said, okay, we need to fix everything. So... That's my opinion. I hope you enjoyed it, but we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Consumer Electronic Show. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. My voice is still here. I thought I was going to lose it by now, but no, it's still here. And let me tell you, this is my favorite part of the year. Why? Because it's the CES, Consumer Electronics Show. This is like the E3, which is the big video game convention that I always look forward to in the middle of the year. It's like the video game convention, but for technology. And there's so many cool things that were talked about at this event. Now, if you don't know, the Consumer Electronics Show is a showcase in Las Vegas where all of the big tech companies and even small and independent ones from around the world come together and show off their stuff. It looks stinking cool. I really, really want to go. Maybe I can try again next year. But, yeah, it it's really, really cool. And I got I can't go over everything that was announced there, but I have some really cool pieces of technology that I want to go over. The three key words this year are A.I. exoskeletons and foldable. So in the A.I. category, there's a lot of talk about robots and a lot of talk about um, interacting with artificial intelligence better than you would like with the Surrey or with uh, uh, Alexa or Google exoskeletons are another big thing that a lot of people are talking about that's going to change a lot, and I think it will help a lot of people, too. Exoskeleton is like an, an outer shell, not a shell, an outer skeleton, basically, that you can wear, and it, you put on the suit, and you're going to be able, with the enhance, with the mechanics in it, I don't know the whole uh, math and science behind it, but with it, you're going to be able to lift like two or three times what you could normally lift You're able to lift incredibly heavy things with super, super ease, and it's going to change a lot. A lot of moving people that move, like, big containers of beer and soda, it's going to make their lives a lot easier when you're moving. It's going to make a lot of people's lives easier. I think it will help the elderly, too, and people who are disabled that have weakened uh, strength abilities. Is really, really cool, so I'm glad to see that stuff is rising, and then the other one was foldable, and foldable is really only applying to TVs and uh, phones. We have several phones that were announced. I'm not going to talk about them because they're not big, and so I'm going to wait until I see more about them before I talk about them, but there were a lot of foldable phones and tablets announced, and then, of course, LG has their giant Foldable TV, which just imagine looking at the TV. It's so thin and able to smoothly, whether by a press of a button, it will roll up like a fruit roll up into a little box underneath the TV. And then when you want to watch it, you just press it and it comes out. My only worry with that is, uh, it really annoys me when I watch TV or something and you just notice that one little spot in the TV that it's just off a little bit. Like maybe there's a smudge there. And you know, you can't just sit there and watch the movie when you, constantly see that smudge because you will never stop seeing that smudge so you got to get up and and wipe it off my only worry with this foldable technology is what if one thing happens when it's unfolding and it like a piece of it like pops out or just looks a little different that's going to annoy me and it's going to be there the whole time but i i feel like that that technology for the general consumption of audience is going to be a while because that is a very expensive product Uh, But let's continue on talking about some products. uh, The Power Egg X-Drone. Okay, before we go back, let's go back, what, 2012, maybe even earlier, uh, to the selfie stick. I don't know about you. I hate people who take selfies, especially with selfie sticks, because it's like, oh, look at me, and you just look silly doing it. Well, this is the next version of the selfie stick. It is a mini drone that... Will fly, and by a press of a button, it will look. It will take a selfie of you. It will it has facial recognition to scan and know who you are in your face, and you'll be able to take pictures of yourself. And it includes a waterproof accessory so that it can fly in the rain. Because of course we need selfies in the rain, but uh, this drone is designed specifically for. Uh, selfies uh, my only worries that with the facial recognition can you like can i type in greg batten's name and send my drone out to go find him i think that'd be interesting uh this one's fun i think it'll be really cool i wish i had this when i was little because it's really really cool it's a temporary tattoo printer and it's called prinker and it is a just just imagine a uh a large rectangular box like that you can hold in your hand And all you do is just you put it on your arm and you slowly move it up and boom, you have a seamless temporary tattoo. They look great. They look a lot less like a hassle with those water ones or the ones where you have to lick it. I hated those because you you could never get enough uh, saliva on it to activate and then it was always a mess. But it's really, really cool. Um, Just something, once again, that you never think about in the world of technology that we could enhance or make more interesting. So I think that's cool. Uh, Next up is, I got a couple ones here. Uh, LG's head of product management for home appliances showed off their new craft, and I put that in quotes, ice in its new LG Signature Refrigerator. So one of the new selling points for the new refrigerator is they're having craft ice because you don't want regular ice, you want craft ice. This one's fascinating. A man demonstrated the motion pillow. It is an anti-snore device. That detects and analyzes snoring patterns. If it senses that you are snoring, it will automatically inflate to change the angle of your head. My only worry with that is I, I would be a little freaked out that if I go to sleep a certain way and I wake up in a different way and like my head's all the way up, that, that'd be a little weird. But at the same time, hey, if that cures somebody, from having snoring issues and having to sleep on the couch, I think that's a victory for everyone. Uh, Ricci is probably the worst name you could possibly give a robot. Reachy, like you're reaching for something, but with a Y at the end. It is an open source robot. Imagine a, uh, from the waist up of a human, and that's it. It's for a robot. And the robot is designed to, like, work behind the counters so we can help with people. If you have something, it'll, uh, grab something and answer it. If you have a form or something, but uh, what a terrible name, Richie! I feel like that's what a, uh, a, a you give a pervert name, the name Ricci. Uh, next up, lots of cars and lots of electronic cars. That was one of the bigger things. Um, this one I'm just going to go quickly by. This is by Pampers. They have designed a diaper that comes with an activity sensor so that when your baby uh, has their activity and needs their diaper changed, uh, you will be notified via text. <laughs> so, yes, everybody's favorite text that they get is when they're notified about their kids uh, enjoying their activity there. Uh Let's do one more and then we'll take a break. Uh, this is the Neo Helmet. This one is really cool. It's $169. And the Neo Helmet is a smart helmet for like when you go biking. And... It has a boatload of sensors in the helmet, and it can detect acceleration, deceleration. Turning on, uh, the, turning on the helmet includes a front-facing and rear-facing taillights, and the helmet is supposed to turn off after 15 minutes of acti- inactivity. So if you're just walking around, or if you put it up, uh, it'll stop. What's really cool, though, is the safety aspects of all of this. Um, if you are, if you have your helmet connected to your phone and you separate more than 50 feet, so like, let's say it gets stolen, an alarm will go off, and it will also uh, send you a notification of where your helmet is. So I think that's great. If thieves try to steal your helmet, obviously a thief will not want to run around with a screaming helmet saying, this is stolen, this is stolen. Uh, What's really, really cool, though, uh, in regards to safety, is that the helmet is designed to sense a fall and will automatically send your location to your emergency contact. So it won't call the police, which I think is good, because there's obviously there's going to be sometimes or there's a mistake or, you, or maybe you do fall off your bike, and but you're okay. Uh, I like the fact that they're sending it to your emergency contact. So, like, my emergency contact, I think, is my sister. So it will send it to my sister, and then my sister will call me and just be like, hey, are, are you okay? Are you safe? And if I don't answer or if I call and say I need help, She has the location written down, and she can call the police and get help for me. I think that is super, super cool. There's a lot of interesting things in the world of fitness. Where is the other one? Yeah, these are the run insoles, and they're insoles for your shoes. And there are 32 sensors built into them that take measurements 1,000 times per second. The data gives you information about how you run, The length, the balance, the more how to improve and to make your running experience better and more safer for you on your body is really, really cool. Technology is awesome. A lot of this stuff, in all honesty, we won't see for a while, but the fact that they're showcasing this stuff and they're going to be pushing it out more, uh, I think there's some, we're headed to a bright future in regards to technology. If we can keep an eye on the hacking aspect of things, I think uh, the health industry is going to be going through a boom with uh, AI, electronics, prosthetics, and I think a lot of different industries, maybe even some that we don't expect, are going to be changing in positive ways. At least I hope it's positive ways. We'll have to wait and see on that one. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to go talk some trailers for the top five list of the week. All right, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And, yes, this is the last part of the show, the show where we always talk about the top five list of the week. What is the top five list, Corey? Well, I see a lot of videos throughout the week because I'm also the producer for the morning show, and part of that is got to keep an eye on everything. And I find all these videos, I collect them all, and I choose the top five that I think us geeks should be aware of. i got a lot of movie trailers and a couple other surprises, but let's start off with one that is a very interesting trailer. What what number do we start with on the top five? I don't remember. Number five. Oh, yeah, number five. Number five goes to an Amazon Prime series called Hunters, and it looks very, very interesting. It's coming out on February 21st, 2020. I'll give you a little taste of it. It is about hunting Nazis down. There's evil living here. They've blinded themselves to us. You can get away with anything in America. So your grandmother and I created the hunters. You put together a group of Nazi hunters. We're a lock picker, spy, soldier, master of disguise, and two weapons experts. We would bring God's justice. What do you say? I yeah, so that is Hunters, and it's coming to Amazon Prime. It stars, I mean, the biggest star in it, obviously, Al Pacino. But Hunters follows a diverse band of Nazi hunters living in the 1977 New York City. The Hunters, as they're known by, have discovered that hundreds of high-ranking Nazi officials are living among us and conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the country of the United States. The uh, eccentric team of Hunters will set out on a bloody quest to bring the Nazis justice and thwart their new genocidal plans. What's interesting, I I don't know about this too much, is that it said it was based off of a true story. I don't know if they were joking around about that, because I don't remember reading anything about that, but uh, it looks really, really good. Over-the-top violence, and it's about hunting down these people who are hidden around the world. And it stars Al Pacino. You can't ask for a better show. Number four. Number four goes to a fascinating show on Netflix I've been hearing about for two years now and they're finally released the first trailer. It's coming out the first week of February and it looks really stinking good and I think this one will be great for families, kids, all alike, and adults. This is the trailer based off the graphic novel Lock and Key. Keyhouse is filled with amazing keys. Listen. They whisper. You hear that? Ghost. How is any of this possible? This isn't a game. We don't know what these keys unlock. Yeah. So that is the trailer for Lock and Key, based off the graphic novel. But it's basically about a family who moves into a house, and there are a lot of these old keys hidden throughout the house. And when you have a key, the key opens a door or will give you the ability to open something that will give you a power, a superpower of some sorts. It looks really good. Obviously, they're setting it up for this big grand thing that there's uh, multiple keys, and then there's the bad guy. And I have a feeling by the end of the movie, you defeat the bad guy, but then, oh, they found a new key that leads to 100 million more keys. You know, stuff like that, it'll keep the show running, which is great. The series is renowned in the uh, graphic novel and the comic book realm. But, uh yeah, overall, it looks really good. It's coming out the very first Friday of February. Number three. Number three goes to a viral video of the week and a sad one, one that shouldn't be viral, but we're here. Uh, Australia is going through a terrible, terrible uh, brush fire right now and terrible fire in general and it's hurting a lot of animals and one of the things I love seeing is Steve Irwin's wife and family are all really into protecting animals, and it's good to know that there are really good people out there who are like that. They were recently on the news and they had a pretty powerful statement to do. The consideration with koalas is their instinct is to go up. Safety's in the top of the tree, and with a hot fire, the eucalyptus trees have so much oil in their leaves that they ignite and actually explode. So being able to treat and help koalas is few and far between Mm. because they're basically incinerated, which is absolutely, heartbreaking, but koalas in, in are classed as vulnerable, and uh, I think after this event, we need to really sit down and look at classing them as endangered. So you couldn't really tell in that video, but they were both crying in it, and that's why I chose it, because it's a powerful one to watch. I got a little teary eye watching it, just because they really care about what they do, and that's protecting animals, and this brush fire is going on, and it is horrific, but it's good that they are keeping their father's uh, dreams and goals alive by helping animals, and hopefully they will keep on working to help all the animals. Big viral video, I think it's like over a million views now, but super, super cool. Number two. Number two goes to the biggest fail of the Consumer Electronics Showcase. I stayed up late to watch it, Sony had a press conference, there are rumors they were going to announce the new PlayStation 5 fully, and well, this is what I got. That commitment will carry us through as we embark on the launch of our next generation console, PlayStation 5, coming this holiday. And I'm pleased to share with you today, for the first time, our new logo. Yeah, so you're at the Consumer Electronics Showcase. I want to see new technology. What do they do? They say, here's our logo. And guess what? If you've seen the PlayStation logos before, it's exactly the same, except the number five (laughs) instead of four and three. It was so stupid. I was so mad when I, I almost threw my iPad when I was watching it. I'm like, come on, really? That's it? And yeah, that was it. Um, I assume Sony's going to have a big press event later this year, probably in a couple months or so, uh, announcing it. But this is a new year for new video game consoles. I am super excited for it. We'll be breaking that down when they come out later this year. Here's number one. Number one, okay, oh man, I am so excited. I talked about this last year several times and two years ago when the initial confusion started, and that was the X-Men movie called New Mutants. It is a horror movie take on the X-Men franchise. It looks different. It looks crazy, and it was originally going to come out last year, but then it was pushed to another date, and then it was pushed to It's Gone. They were going to do reshoots for it, but then they just, it disappeared because Disney ended up buying Fox's movie division and now they own it. And now Disney is going to finally release it in April this year. They released a new trailer and let me tell you, it's everything and more I wanted from this movie. The reason you survived is because you're a very uncommon girl. You're not alone. Not anymore. Do you know what mutants are? Would anyone like to share their first time? Rain? I was 13. I thought it was a dream. I just lost control. Sam? I started panicking. People got hurt. Roberto? My girlfriend had burned her. (laughs) Ileana? I killed 18 men. One by one. Yes, so that is X-Men New Mutants. It's coming out in April. It just looks so radically different than what you expect from superhero movies. That's why I'm so excited for it. And this trailer, I was scared. I was really scared that after the first trailer that came out, what a year and a half ago. Uh, I really loved that trailer, and I said, oh, no, they're going to show me something, and I'm just not going to be excited. But no, this movie has me so stinking excited, and I cannot wait for a new and different take on superhero movies. Uh, Just like the Joker did, we need more variety in superhero movies instead of the formulaic uh, hero. Then something bad happens to the hero, but then the hero comes back and wins the day. Stuff like this makes me very excited. I hope Disney continues it because now they own X-Men. But we'll have to wait and see. That comes out once again in April. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is The Geek Show, Episode 1 of Phase 3, Year 3. Thank you all for sticking around. Have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3.